This is the Coin Gamer Podcast, and I'm your host, Fritz Charles. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Coin Gamma Podcast. I'm proud to introduce a friend and former colleague, Chudi Amu, coming live from Lagos, Nigeria. It's Friday evening where he is, so you know, we definitely appreciate him taking the time out to uh, delay the happy hour, whatever he has plans, to just kind of talk uh, to about you know? crypto, crypto and all that good stuff. Um, just so you guys know, like uh, Chudi and I go way back. We... Um, we interned at Deutsche Bank together while we were in college. So that's over 10 years ago. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. we, we were like one of the other, you know, one of maybe two or maybe five black guys that were interning. <laughs> so yeah. you know, obviously we had that, <laughs> that connection. So, you know, we, we connected. Hey, Fritz. Yeah. Fritz, sorry to cut in, man. Does actually remember Mumo? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. He's yeah. in town. He's in Lagos. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. It's a Deutsche weekend. That's right. Give, give him my regards. Say, tell him I say hello. Um, but yeah, but yeah, now we're here. Judy's been doing some awesome things since the time we interned. Um, and you know, you now he's not, you know, dipping into the crypto space and one of the more passionate people, um, on social media around it, particularly coming out of Lagos, um, trying to instruct people and bring people into the space. And so, you know, I'm gonna pass it to you, Judy, tell people a little bit about the stuff you've been doing in your career and, you know, what brought you into crypto. Okay, no problem. Um, so, you know, background for me, you know, I started off investment banking, as you mentioned. Uh, so I did that for a couple of years, then moved to Lagos to, to get a, a piece of the Nigerian life, see what that was. Um, so I joined a venture capital firm, so early stage investment firm that put money into new and early stage projects. Um, and then yeah, after that, I went to business school. So I went to Northwestern, that's Kellogg. Sure. I was there for a couple of years and then left and went to Bain and Company. So I worked as a manager consultant for a bit, and then came back to private equity. So uh, the, the company was with you, you, you worked. Uh, you worked in Johannesburg as well, right? Yeah, exactly. So I was technically in South Africa, although mostly doing projects in West Africa. It's been calling. Um, what are you mostly after, mining, after Bain, mining projects, or what kind of? What no, kind no, 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 no. So I was working mostly in Nigeria, so more uh, banking projects, consumer packaged goods, that kind of. Thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but then I uh, came back to Virad because it's more of a private equity firm. So sure. working with more mid-stage companies, trying to, trying to grow them up to be sector leaders and regional leaders. Right? So it's uh, exciting yet challenging. But I love it. Um, which right. brings me to crypto, right? I mean, crypt- cryptocurrencies have been doing very well. Um, so, you know, I was always looking for a uh, place to put my assets, like good return on investment. And I had some good friends here who are pure traders. I mean, they trade in the Nigerian markets, they trade in the global markets all the time. Um, right, and right. of course they had heard about crypto. So you have guys who put in a very small amount of money um, relative to their overall asset base and we're now having, you know, 20 extra turns, 30 extra turns. So they're, you know, some of them are quitting their jobs and doing this full time. And it just right. made me stop and think about it. I said, if these guys are doing this, then maybe I should get a piece of so course. I put some money in in mid-2017. Okay. Um, after waiting for months, I really should have just kept going uh, when I thought about it. Everybody yeah. wishes they had. That's always, always. Everybody always. wishes they had. But, um, but yeah, but so far it's been very interesting. It's been very lucrative. Um, okay. And I think it's a good opportunity for people to jump in if they know what they're doing. And of they course. do it the correct way. I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, that's essentially what brought me into crypto. But the way I think about it, I was, I'm a finance professional. That's, what, that's my career. I've been finance all my life. Uh, right. I look at crypto as a com- it's a very unique combination 
of kind of retail investing, you know, sure. markets, things driven by price, things driven by hype, and then venture capital. Of course. Right? It's a totally new space that's looking like it's going to, you know, upend the current financial system. That's what you're saying, right? Um, as, a, as an experienced uh, VC and PE investor, I don't believe the hype. I never believe the hype. Right. <laughs> so I know that it's, it's much harder to get the stuff done. But, you know, a lot of people are really into it and they're going to do some amazing things. They're already trying and coming up with amazing things. But we'll see. We'll see how things develop in the next couple of years. Right, right. Uh, but so, in the meantime, valuations are crazy. So if you're a trader, you can definitely make a good amount of money if you play it well. Sure. Disciplined. And, you know, you got the you got the information on the market. Right. Exactly. So exactly. To me it's, it's a huge job. No, no, I agree. I agree. I think one of the big things is that. You know, people look at the, you know, these ICOs and these coins going crazy. And it's like, all right, well, you know, will these coins um, ever come to fruition and, and kind of perform the way that people think they are? So does it make sense for them to have multi-billion dollar valuations? And so, yes, I mean, that's, yes. a, big, that's a big question, right? And so um, mm -hmm. and it's, it's the same question that people have for startups out of Silicon Valley. And quite frankly, over 90% of those go away. And so you may hear mm -hmm. that over 90% of these coins will go away. But in the meantime, there are, you know, if you're interested, you know, there's a difference between trading and investing. If you're interested in trading, um, there's a ton mm -hmm. of money that could be made just scalping these and kind of like, you know, monitoring the markets and seeing what happens. And um, definitely. Yeah. And that's, that's pure speculation. And quite frankly, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, many, you know, most of financial markets is speculation, no matter what, um, you know, I guess the traditional finance community says that brings mm -hmm. me to my next question. So like you being a finance professional and dealing in crypto, mm -hmm. obviously, you know, you see CNBC, you see financial, uh, you know, the FT financial times, Wall Street Journal, yeah. People like Warren Buffett, people like Jamie Dimon, although Jamie Dimon changed his story recently, but, you know, a lot of them are... are Did he completely? Him. I don't know if he changed it completely, but his uh, tone changed a little bit. He kind of backed down and started hedging himself. So, like, what do you think about, like, what do you say to, you know, traditional finance folks that, you know, kind of point their noise up at this space and say that, you know, it's not worth what it's, you know, what people are doing, and, and it, it, it's more of a, I feel kind of a disdain when I read some of these articles yeah. from them. And so like, what's your, being somebody that kind of toes in, in both areas, what do you, what do you think about that? I mean, look, I've had, I've had uh, these debates with other friends who are in finance and it's easy to be a naysayer in the venture capital space. Right. That's, that's, that's my best response to it. I mean, it's not intellectually challenging to say, okay, you're working on new businesses and new technology that most of them are not going to work out. So I'm going to say that most of them are not going to work out. It's, it's like a no brainer. Right. Um, <laughs> but I think the disdain kind of the, the true nose turning up comes, comes up when people look at the valuations, right? They're kind of spiteful that somebody out there is making a ton of money or seems to be making a ton of money, right? right. That's something that doesn't have any substance, right? Sure. Um, and sure. it's not like they don't have a point. They do, but that's the nature of venture capital. People invest on based on nothing, right? They invest based on hype. They invest based on hype. They invest based on, um, you know, what they think might happen in the future. But there's nothing of value. I mean, I'm a private equity investor, right? So we will invest in something that has a cash flow stream. <laughs> we're, we're valuing it relative to those cash flows. In this case, you have no cash flow stream and you often don't have uh, an equity stake in the business. Right? You have a coin. Of course. Right? So it's, uh, it's a very different beast. Not to say that you can't make money. I mean, I put on, actually, I posted on social media the other day that I had a friend who made $500,000 in a month. Oh, man, unbelievable. Which was true. 
He made five hundred thousand a month, right? <laughs> so yeah, he, he took his money. He actually sold some of it off. Yeah, he has a he has a monster portfolio. Sure. Right? But he made five hundred thousand dollars from crypto, and he put yeah. in maybe thirty thousand dollars at the start. So can you make money? Definitely, right? Right. So you know, I can see why people might be angry about it, but I look at it again as venture capital um, only accelerated, right? Because yeah. you can you can actually unlock the value of your stake in a in a VC style project anytime you want, right? And the hype engine just keeps growing. But I think that the markets overall are definitely in a pure speculation mode, right? I think some of these coins, like look at, I mean, look at Dogecoin, right? I mean, that's a total joke coin. It was literally made as a joke, and it has a $2 billion valuation. It makes no sense. Right, 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 right. No, no, no. <laughs> no, that's crazy. That does mean um, it's safe. But yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Some of these coins. I've seen... I've seen uh, Jesus coin and I've seen Satan coin as well. So people are going all, all in all directions. Oh Lord, um, it's crazy. So like, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You mentioned you had a question earlier about ICOs, right? Right. I, I don't, I don't believe a lot of ICOs make sense. Right. Um, I think 99% of these coins are going to be gone in uh, two or three years. Right? They're not going to be worth that much. Uh, sure. 99% of, but still, 99% of 1300 is still what. 14 coins. Yeah. <laughs> so there's still going to be some coins that are worth something. Right. Um, but what are the odds of picking them, right? So as a finance professional, I, I don't believe I have the odds in my favor um, at picking the one out of, nine, out of 100. Sure. So I'm just trading short term for the most part. Um, okay. Now, there is some application of the tech, right? So beyond just the cryptocurrencies, there's the blockchain tech. And not just blockchain, all the different types of uh, technology behind this whole thing that can be applied in other ways. Right? And that stuff is exciting to me. Sure. No, no, no. I agree. I agree. And are, are you seeing, you know, are you seeing uh, ICOs or projects coming out of Nigeria with the technology? Are people kind of doing blockchain related things? Uh, companies? I've or, seen some, uh, I've seen some projects. I've seen some projects uh, marketed out here. So they're trying uh, to raise money from Nigerians. Sure. I know I have some friends in my circle that are, are trying to do a coin. They're trying to do an ICO. They have some stuff in mind. Sure. Um, but you won't find too much. I mean, it's kind of difficult coming out of Nigeria to market these things, right? It's it's right. a lot has a lot to do with credibility and stuff like that. Of and course. it's just it's it's just tough, right? Because right. I mean, Africa as a whole is not necessarily a technology hub, right? Locally right. speaking. Although it's changing. I mean, obviously people people love to talk about Kenya and Nairobi and and Pesa and all these things. And, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. They have their they have their tech hubs, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, most of these ICOs are coming out. Hmm? Right. No, I said just want to add some context to people that might be listening. Um, I worked at I worked at um, one of the uh, first Nigerian tech companies um, to raise U.S. venture capital, Oroko TV. Uh, we mm -hmm. streamed uh, Nigerian yeah, music yeah. and music online. So you know, when I asked Tudi about like these different tech things, and I'm able to add a little bit of context, um, that's where it comes from. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you know, the, the industry has grown quite a bit since I've worked there, but it has a long way to go. And mm -hmm. and even if it doesn't has even if it's progressed so long, I think the perception is not as much of a progress. So a lot of these ICOs are based on whether people believe in the, in the team, do they go to Stanford, do they work at mm -hmm. Google, et cetera. And you're not going to find a lot of that out of places like Nigeria, et cetera, because, you know, people were educated locally and work locally. So, um, but, you know, again, yeah. I think crypto is all about, you know, removing these borders and self-empowerment and, 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 and tearing down, you know, country walls and all that kind of stuff. So, I definitely could. I look forward to the fact that when a big ICO, a big crypto blockchain related project to come from a, you know, all Nigerian team or all, you know, sub-Saharan African team. 
It could be. I mean, yeah. I think um, I remember hearing about a coin two and a half weeks ago. It's coming out in the future. They haven't even, they haven't even done a pre-sale. I have some friends who bought into it pre-pre-sale. <laughs> but right. it's, uh, I, won't, I won't say too much. I don't know if I can say too much, but it's, you know, Africa is driven a lot by commodities, right? So right. That's some, there's some interesting tech floating out there that's uh, based off of commodities. Right, and right, right, I right. Think those, I think that those have quite a bit of uh, innovation built into it. It kind of makes, it's kind of a thing that would be more accepting to the financial system. If you have backing based on like real assets, right? Or if you have a tie-in with like a real industrial value chain, right? I think it's a interesting dynamic. No, no, definitely, definitely. Now, uh, you know, speaking about commodities in Nigeria, I mean, obviously Nigeria is highly correlated with oil. Oil has dropped mm -hmm. over the past few years. Um, in, in correlation to that, the Naira has dropped quite a bit. Um, yeah. And so, do you think any any of the interest in crypto has to do with that, or you know, do you see like any you know people that are using it or trying to figure out how to use it in a non non investing standpoint, like maybe you know using it to buy stuff or send money to each other? Um, look, I mean, definitely. I, I remember hearing about at least three or four different companies whose suppliers were willing to take crypto. Okay. They're willing to take Bitcoin uh, as a mode of payment. Of course. And this is, uh, these are guys in Asia, right? They're willing to take Bitcoin as a mode of payment for companies here. So when guys were struggling trying to find uh, USD or euros or pounds or whatever during the height of our FX crisis, um, they were able to buy Bitcoins. Right, right. <laughs> You could buy Bitcoin using the Naira and then transfer that um, almost instantaneously. This advantages, right? Because of uh, payment, you can't really go to the bank and get credits to do such a thing. Right. But, you know, if you have the cash on hand, you can pull it off. I mean, guys were struggling, spending like a month, six weeks, eight weeks at times trying to find cash to do a major raw materials purchase. Wow. Bitcoin wow. kind of saved them, you know? So it's, uh, it's two-edged. I mean, some people, especially people who are worried about it, they think that crypto is mostly for people involved in legal activities. They thought that people were trying to hide their money, Right. Right. As in, like, let me just put my money into Bitcoin and then, you know, no one knows how much I have it. I can just get out of the country. I mean, it's not necessarily that's untrue. I mean, people can do that, but I think the volume in crypto is not, is definitely not mostly illicit now. Right, right. right. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. it's, it's been a change. Well, yeah, with sure. FX crisis came economic recession as well, right? Sure. So I think a lot of people, you know, they lost their jobs, they lost their assets, um, their stock market type assets. And they were looking for other things. And if you're looking in Nigeria, it's actually really tough to find, um, what's the thing? Find, uh, what do you call it? Asset classes available to a retail investor. Right. Right. So you can put your money in a traditional stock market. You can buy some real estate or you can start a business for the most part. And those are the three broad categories. Um, you can trade based in other markets if you can get approved. Right. <laughs> so you need to get all the paperwork done so that you can trade in the U.S., Europe, you know, Asia markets. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, people could definitely still trade crypto. Right. So I know some young guys who, you know, unemployment in Nigeria for the youth is somewhere like 60 percent. Right. Unbelievable. It's crazy. Yeah. So I know guys who are teaching, teaching themselves how to trade um, in uni just so they could go out and make some money and they're making it. Right. right. They start small. You got, I mean, that's the other thing about crypto I like is that you the it's built to be tiny, right? Yeah. So guys would, you know, get a portfolio, they'd get like $150. <laughs> That's what they would buy. They start trading that. Right. Turn that 150 into a thousand, right? And sure. they can take off like 20% of it. And that's $200. And that's more than money they would make in a month if they were working. 
Wow, wow. That's crazy. Right? Which is That's a crazy, crazy story, but it's, it's the truth, right? So guys are doing that kind of stuff, and then they know how to trade. So, I mean, I have some guys who taught themselves that trade, and now they, they get paid to teach other people. Right? They're wow. totally self-taught, access the internet, watch things on YouTube, watch the market, place bets in your mind, right, without cash. People are about to trade, and then they start trading. Crypto, and crypto is basically a bull market. So if you're a new trader, it's the best place to start because even if you get it wrong, you're probably going to get it right. Of course. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Right, right, right. No, no, that's awesome. I mean, and I think that kind of drives home the value of this, uh, this space. I mean, it's, it's democratizing everything. Uh, I can, when you mentioned, you know, somebody trying to trade, obviously people would trade stocks, but the Nigerian stock market is not even that huge yet. And so, and even, you know, volatility is, 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 is quite crazy. And so like somebody that wants to buy yeah. you know, European stocks or U U S Canadian stocks, um, out of Nigeria, I only could imagine the, t the, the type of paperwork they need to do to get an account at Fidelity or something like that as somebody coming from Nigeria. Because yeah. unfortunately, even though it's, it's overblown, there's a stereotype of like, you know, Nigerian princes sending those Gmails and asking for, you know, wires and all type of stuff. So I can only imagine that yeah. the, uh, the process is really, really tough. And so obviously yeah, exactly. crypto, uh, you know, allows everybody to kind of come in and, and, and get active. Um, are there any like big, are there any popular exchanges that are pretty, that pop that, that, you know, folks like this go to? Cause I mean, obviously in the U S people go to Coinbase and they then transfer all over to the Binance's and the Bittrex's, mm -hmm. um, are folks using the similar, can you use Coinbase in Nigeria? What are people using to even buy Bitcoin up with the Naira? The, the two, the two I hear the most are Luno and Remitano. Okay. Um, I think Luno is in multiple countries. Remitano might be just in Nigeria. I'm not sure. Okay. I have to look into it. But those, they, I mean, a lot of guys who I know convert Naira to Bitcoin or Naira to Ethereum, they go to those two services and it's pretty fast. I think they can get their, they can get their coins like in the next day, not next day, the same day or wow. worst case next day. Sure. Um, so it's, it's pretty good. And the liquidity is pretty good. I don't know anybody that's done like major multi-million dollar transactions, but I know that the volumes are pretty high with these two uh, exchanges. Right. Now, what about the fact that a lot of people don't have, uh, like, credit cards or, or bank accounts? No, they sold it. They're not using credit cards. A lot of people have bank accounts. I don't know. I don't think they do business with people who don't have bank accounts. Okay. So okay. you'd have to have a bank account to do a transfer, which is normal. I mean, a lot of people have accounts now. Okay, um, okay. People who don't tend to be people in a much lower income bracket. And then I look at this space. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously uh, – this is kind of concentrated in like in Lagos and Abuja, right? It's not really, you're not doing this in, in kind of like the outskirts in the north or the southeast I, or something like that. To be honest, I have no data on these things. Sure. Um, but being Nigeria, Nigeria is a, a lot of business is concentrated in, you know, Lagos, Abuja, but there's a lot of the areas that have a ton of business, right? Whether it be the south, south, you know, different places in the north, you'd be surprised the enterprising nature of a lot of Nigerians all over this country. No, I know, I know guys. I know guys in uh, Pataka who have uh, mining rigs. I heard about a guy in uh, not even in Pataka, somewhere in the south uh, southeast, who has uh, multiple mining rigs using uh, using phones, like using his smartphones, because oh right? he couldn't afford he couldn't afford a uh, a big rig. So he found a coin, a few coins that you can mine on the phone. Wow. And he bought a bunch of new smartphones and he has like 20, 30 phones hooked up and he's like runs those things to mine all day. It's wow. crazy. That's crazy. I wonder what he's using for power. Uh, that's the thing, right? So he uses the phone because he doesn't have power on all the time. So uh, with, the, with the power here going out as much as he does, too, the phone just keeps running. 
Wow. Incredible. Incredible. It's interesting. I mean, yeah. I, I got to look into it. I don't really get into mining because I'm not necessarily a tech person. Sure. Um, but and plus, I'd just rather trade. No, <laughs> but of it's, course. Uh, it's interesting. What, uh, what exchanges are you, are you using, uh, if you don't mind sharing? Um, I'm, so I'm managing money for a few friends and family. Okay. Um, so I try to make it a little bit. I, I take managing other people's money a little bit too seriously. So sure. I have different accounts for different strategies and different accounts for different people, things like that. Um, but it's just to be, just to keep it, the accounting clean. Of course. Um, but I have uh, multiple accounts with Bittrex, Cryptopia, Binance. Um, I still have a few accounts with Poloniex, but I just haven't used them in a while. Okay. I, didn't, I heard some banks about they were handling uh, users. I didn't like it. And then uh, same thing with Bitfinex. There's been some scandal around Bitfinex lately. So yeah, I stopped using definitely. Bitfinex. Um, but for the most part, it's uh, Binance, Bittrex, and Cryptopia. Awesome, awesome, awesome. What uh, what are some coins that you're excited about? Obviously, you know, everybody has their secrets and, 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 and different things that they kind of want to keep close to the vest, but whatever you're comfortable yeah. sharing, what are some coins you, you've heard about that you're looking at that you just got in or thinking about? Well, I mean, I've heard good things about a lot of coins. Um, I've stopped being so emotional about it because right. these things come in waves, right? So I remember, like, hearing a lot about Neo at one point and then, the rug got swept out of the, I mean, the yeah, the rug got swept from under Neo's feet by the Chinese right. regulators. Sure. Um, you know, sure. Walton, Walton Chan's another coin out of China that's doing some interesting stuff. Right. Um, but, you know, after digging into it, I'm like, okay, they're making some progress, but I still need to see more. Sure. Um, I was interested in IOTA when I first heard about it because it seemed rather unique. And then I heard different people commenting about, you know, what's going on behind the scenes. And I said, you know what? I'm not that excited anymore. So of course. <laughs> I, I think I've, just, just as uh, I operate in, in my private equity career, I think in this trading stuff, I've gotten a lot less excited. <laughs> Nothing really moves me. I care more about the prices that move um, than, the, than the projects. Although I would say some projects that excite me in general are, when I think, when I step back and think big picture, are things that help transition between this digital age and our current system. Sure. Yeah? Um, or sure. is it even digital age? I don't know what you would call it. Maybe the distributed age. Yeah. I think sure. the world is largely digital, especially our financial system. Um, right. But I'd say maybe the distributed age, right? So this is where we get away from having, you know, centralization everywhere. Of course. Um, so I think, you know, coins that kind of try to bridge that gap. So, like, you think about a Ripple. I know people hate Ripple. A lot of purists can't stand it. Right. And it doesn't make sense. Right. I hear all those points. But, frankly, people would rather have a little bit of centralization in their lives um, just to keep things safer. Right? So I think, like, Ripple is one way of bridging that gap. Now, does it actually make economic sense? Uh, not really. Are the banks really picking up on it like they should? No, I think people are just talking about it, but that's kind of how it starts. Um, I so agree I think the valuation, I think the valuation reflects that. Um, so Ripple's interesting, but I also like the real estate related coins. So things that are related to property, right? So sure. trying to take an asset that is less liquid and then make it more liquid by using these distributed exchanges. I like that, right? Right. <laughs> or decentralized exchanges. I like that. So it's, um, it's it's that's interesting space. I've actually put some money in those ICOs. So things like uh, Lot Token, Proppy, Real. Uh, I put some money in those things just to see how it goes. Um, not much because I'm not. A, I don't believe in ICOs like that. Sure, sure, sure. Awesome. And what and, and you know, give me your, give me your deep knowledge. And what what's, what where what do you what sources are you using to research um, these coins and come up with these ideas? Um, any coin I'm interested in, I always start, I usually start with CoinMarketCap and then get the main links to like their website, 
Um, maybe, you know, try to find their white paper, try to read up on what people are saying about it. I'll do like a pretty exhaustive Twitter search. I actually have um, I hired a couple guys to do research for me, so research and some trading support. Sure. So sure. I, I have a template that they fill out just to give me all the information I want, just for starters. And then I just try to see what people are saying about it, right? I think because it's a lot about sentiments to of me, course. right? If I'm trading, it's about sentiments. So how many people are talking about it? You know, what are they saying? The people that are talking about it, are these like leading influential figures in the market? Or are these just right. random people that seem to like something, right? Um, how many followers do they have, that kind of stuff. So Twitter, I check stuff on Reddit. I'll check uh, everything I can get, really. I'm sure. just trying to find out. Sure. I have different. I have a few different strategies they use, right? So some coins I want to hodl and never let go. Or right. at least I say that. When I say hodl, I mean at least for three to six months. Sure. Um, other coins I will buy and hold for, you know, six to six weeks, eight weeks, something like that. Okay. Um, so I do different levels of research for different ones. Awesome, awesome. No, that's 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 great, man. Well, you know, I don't obviously, you know, like we said, it's a Friday evening where you are, so we don't want to keep you um, from, you know, your entertainment or maybe your trading. I'm not sure you're going to spend the rest of your. Uh, I you know, actually, that is that is the truth. I need to figure out. I had some plans with some friends. I need to figure out what time it's going to kick off. But if it kicks off later, I'm going to go home and trade a bit. Um, that's awesome. I need, some, I need some portfolio rebalancing. I love it. Um, I have I have different strategies I've been using. Funny enough. Um, I mean, the HODL stuff, let's see, what do I have in some of my biggest bags right now? Um, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, Monero, NEO, and those are some of my biggest bags on the that's HODL like half, That's like half the top 10 right there. Yeah, so that was actually the, I, I'm very, I'm, I try to be scientific, right? As much as you can in this space. <laughs> but um, I, I tend to look for coins that uh, are in the top 30 for the HODL. Okay. Um, okay. Top 30, and I try to figure out which ones are going to be here for a while. Who has less scandal? Like, I didn't touch BitConnect because it's set up like a Ponzi. I don't know how you read that thing. I don't see Ponzi all day. Of course. Um, but of course. yeah, let's see. What else? Litecoin. Got quite a bit of strats. Um, what's this? XEM? I can't remember how you actually say it. Um, some Populous. Populous has been pretty interesting lately. I love Dash as a okay. coin. I like it. EOS. All right, so I have a few things there. Um, but then uh, last thing I do, I was talking about strategies, right? So I have, uh, of course, some guys help me trade. So I pick, sometimes I pick coins based off the technical analysis, right? So kind of how, you know, how things moving. Does it sure. seem like a good setup? Sure. I want to get into it. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm still new at that. You know, okay. a few months in that, but I've learned a few, few patterns, right? I've learned how to actually trade using like moving averages and stuff. And so I taught my guys to track that. And sure. they will range trade some coins. Um, they'll do some scalping as well. So I think that's, but you got to really be on top of the market. Of course. And then I've been experimenting with um, another, sort of another approach. There's some coins out there. If you really do your research, there's some coins out there that are moving. They have this really, really steady momentum and they're just killing it. Right. right. So I've been looking right. for those coins. I did an experiment in December. Um, I picked, uh, picked uh, about 20 something, 30 coins that were, that had this characteristic where they just seem to be moving regardless of the market. Right. right. So I guess that would be, I guess that would be low correlation coins that have a high positive movement. Okay. And they just be moving. You just jump on the train and see how they do. Um, jumped on the train. A lot of those coins did about 60 to 130% in wow. USD. So, and I did it. I did the experiment again. Also good results. <laughs> I think this results was a uh, 74% to about 130. Right. So, 
it's you know it's a bull market. It's hard to lose money in a bull market. You just have to you know manage your risk appropriately. No, that's totally that's what no. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go home and re review how some of my picks have done. Check which stops got hit because I I'm pretty diversified with that with that okay. strategy. So I'll do you know fifty to eighty coins in that wow. portfolio at any point. Wow, 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 wow! Now that's awesome. It's quite a quite a big operation, and it's pretty. It's good that you have some assistance to help you out, because um, yeah. things could fall through the cracks. Yeah, you can, but then you put your stop losses in, right? Helps catch some of it. Um, I put price alerts in, so even if I didn't have those guys, I could try to manage most of it. Only problem is my day job. <laughs> if it was uh -huh. just me, I could probably pull it off. Right, um, right, right, the, right. All the price alerts. Use the technology as much as possible. Of course, uh, Trading View gives you a lot of good alerts based on different things. So. There's tools out there to make it work. Awesome, awesome. All right, yeah, we'll definitely link up uh, TradingView um, for the people listening as well as uh, the other resources that you uh, mentioned. But yeah, I mean, yeah, listen, let, let's, I'm, we're gonna let you get back to the, to the, to the looking at your portfolio, yes. identifying <laughs> new coins, and starting your yeah. weekend. So uh, if people wanna kinda get in touch with you and learn more or just follow your, you know, your insight, cause I mean, I'm, I'm friends with you on Facebook, um, and mm -hmm. I see, you, you know, you post a lot of good content around this, but I don't know if you're on Twitter, LinkedIn, what, what, how can people find you? Uh, they'd have to find me on Facebook or Twitter. Right? I use the same handle, Chudiamu, right? That's the okay. on Twitter. All right. On Facebook, I'm searchable, I believe. Uh, sure. you, know how you search for something when they're hidden. I think I'm searchable. All right. Um, so I can do that. Mostly just, again, it's a personal thing, right? If I had a company doing this and I was managing assets, like, officially, then maybe I'd have right. a website. And maybe a LinkedIn, but for now it's just friends and family. Oh, that works. That works. Uh, yeah, definitely let people know about your Twitter account. And uh, awesome. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time out and dropping some gems, telling us a little bit no about For you, anytime. I appreciate that, man. Awesome.